0: Good morning friends. Today is Friday, the 11th of December 2020. Our readings for today are Psalm 31, Isaiah 7:10 through 25, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 verses 13 through chapter 3 verse 5, and the Gospel of Luke chapter 22 verses 14 through 30. Shower O heavens from above. And let the skies rain down righteousness let the earth open that salvation may spring up and let it come let it cause righteousness to sprout up also dearly beloved we have come together in the presence of almighty god our heavenly creator to set forth god's praise to hear god's holy word and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things that are necessary for our life and our salvation. And so that we may prepare ourselves in heart and mind to worship God, let us kneel in silence and with penitent and obedient hearts confess our sins, that we may obtain forgiveness by God's infinite goodness and mercy. God of all mercy, we confess that we have sinned against you opposing your will in our lives. We have denied your goodness in each other, in ourselves, and in the world, and in the world you have created. We repent of the evil that enslaves us, the evil that we have done, and the evil done on our behalf. Forgive, restore, and strengthen us through our Savior, Jesus Christ, that we may abide in your love and serve only your will. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through the grace of Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. O God, let our mouth proclaim your praise and your glory all the day long. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Hallelujah. Our God and Savior now draws near. Oh come, let us worship. Come, let us sing to God. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to God with psalms. For you are a great God. You are great above all gods. In your hand are the caverns of the earth and the heights of the hills are yours also. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee, and kneel before God our Maker, for you are our God, and we are the people of your pasture and the sheep of your hand. Oh, that today we would hearken to your voice. Our God and Savior now draws near, O come, Let us worship. Psalm 31 In you, O God, I seek refuge. Do not let me ever be put to shame. In your righteousness deliver me. Incline your ear to me. Rescue me speedily. Be a rock of refuge for me. A strong fortress to save me. You are indeed my rock and my fortress. For your name's sake, lead me and guide me. Take me out of the net that is hidden for me, for you are my refuge. Into your hand I commit my spirit. You have redeemed me, O God, faithful God. You hate those who pay regard to worthless idols, but I trust in God. I will exalt and rejoice in your steadfast love, because you have seen my affliction. You have taken heed of my adversities and have not delivered me into the hand of the enemy. You have set my feet in a broad place. Be gracious to me, O God, for I am in distress. My eye wastes away from grief, my soul and body also. For my life is spent with sorrow, and my years with sighing. My strength fails because of my misery, and my bones waste away. I am the scorn of all my adversaries, a horror to my neighbors an object of dread to my acquaintances. Those who see me in the street flee from me. I have passed out of mind like one who is dead. I have become like a broken vessel, for I hear the whispering of many, terror all around, as they scheme together against me, as they plot to take my life. But I trust in you, O God. I say you are my God. My times are in your hand. Deliver me from the hand of my enemies and persecutors. Let your face shine upon your servant. Save me in your steadfast love. Do not let me be put to shame, O God, for I call on you. Let the wicked be put to shame. Let them go dumbfounded to Sheol. Let the lying lips be stilled that speak insolently against the righteous with pride and contempt. Oh, how abundant is your goodness that you have laid up for those who fear you, and accomplished for those who take refuge in you, in the sight of everyone. In the shelter of your presence you hide them from human plots. You hold them safe under your shelter from contentious tongues. Blessed be God, for God has wondr- wondrously shown their steadfast love to me when I was beset as a city under siege. I had said in my alarm, I am driven Far from your sight. But you heard my applications, my supplications, (laughs) when I cried to you for help. Love God, all you God's saints. God preserves the faithful, but abundantly repays the one who acts haughtily. Be strong and let your heart take courage, all you who wait for God. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Isaiah, chapter 7, verses 10 through 25. Again the Lord spoke to Ahaz, saying, Ask a sign of your sovereign God, let it be deep as Sheol or high as heaven. But Ahaz said, I will not ask, and I will not put God to the test. Then Isaiah said, Hear then, O house of David, is it too little for you to weary morals that you weary my God also? Therefore, God himself will give you a sign. Look, the young woman is with child, and shall bear a son, and shall name the son Emmanuel. He shall eat curds and honey by the time he knows how to refuse the evil and choose the good. For before the child knows how to refuse the evil and choose the good, the land before whose two kings you are in dread will be deserted. God will bring on you and on your people and on your ancestral house such days as have not come since the day that Ephraim departed from Judah, the king of Assyria. On that day, God will whistle for the fly that is at the sources of the streams of Egypt and for the bee that is in the land of Assyria. And they will all come and settle in the steep ravines and in the clefts of the rocks and on all the thorn bushes and on all the pastures. On that day, God will shave with a razor hired beyond the river with the king of Assyria, the head and the hair of the feet, and it will take off the beard as well. On that day, one will keep alive a young cow and two sheep, and will eat curds because of the abundance of milk that they shall give. For everyone that is left in the land shall eat curds and honey. On that day, every place where there used to be a thousand vines worth a thousand shekels of silver will become briars and thorns. With bow and arrows, one will go there, for all the land will be back briars and thorns, And as for all the hills that used to be hoed with a hoe, you will not go there for fear of briars and thorns, but they will become a place where cattle are let loose and where sheep tread. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. As Canticle 1, the prayer from page 24 of Prepare the Way, help us to prepare a way for you. By our thoughtfulness towards others, by our care in little things, by our upholding of the oppressed. Help us to prepare a way for you, by our thoughtfulness toward creatures, by our care of crops and kitchens, by our upholding of creation. The earth is becoming a wasteland. Breath of the Most High, come and renew it. Humanity is becoming a battleground. Child of peace, come and unite it. Society is becoming a prison. Key of destiny, open doors to our true path. The world is becoming a no-man's land. God with us, come and make your home here. Praise to the Holy and the Undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 13 through chapter 3, verse 5. But we must always give thanks to God for you, my siblings beloved by God, because God chose you as the firstfruits for salvation through sancti- <laughs> for salvation through sanctification, by the spirit and through belief in the truth. For this purpose, God called you through our proclamation, <clears throat> For this purpose, God called you through our proclamation of the good news, so that you may obtain the glory of our Savior Jesus Christ. So then, my siblings, stand firm and hold fast to the traditions that you are taught us, either by word of mouth or by our letter. Now, may our Savior Jesus Christ Himself and God our Creator, who loved us and through grace gave us eternal comfort and good hope, comfort your hearts and strengthen them in every good work and word. Finally, my siblings, pray for us so that the word of God may be spread rapidly And be glorified everywhere, just as it is among you. And that we may be rescued from wicked and evil people. For not all have faith, but God is faithful. God will strengthen you and guard you from the evil one. And we have confidence in God concerning you, that you are doing and will go on doing the things that we command. May God direct your hearts to the love of God and the steadfastness of Christ. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. As Canticle 2, the prayer on page 28 of Prepare the Way. Come to us, wisdom, moving in the flux and flow of the cosmos to bring worlds into being. Come to us, Wisdom, permeating all creation, the life of soil and seed and seasons. Come to us, Wisdom, shaping nations and ensouling peoples. Come to us, Wisdom, encompassing the mysteries of the unseen world and the mysteries of the soul. Come to us, Wisdom, the seeing eye of art and science, the ear of all that breathes. Come to us, Wisdom, the light of our darkness, the reconciler of that which is divided. Come to us, wisdom, the weaver of earth's destiny, the completer of our call. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. The Holy Gospel of our Savior Jesus Christ according to Luke. Glory to you. Jesus Christ. Luke chapter 22, verses 14 through 30. When the hour came, Christ took their place at the table and the apostles with them. Christ said to them, I have eagerly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer, for I tell you I will not eat it until it is fulfilled in the dominion of God. Then, Jesus took a cup and after giving thanks said, Take this and divide it among yourselves. For I tell you that from now on I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the dominion of God comes. Then Jesus took a loaf of bread and when when Jesus had given thanks, broke it and gave it to them saying, This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And Jesus did the same with the cup after supper, saying, This cup that is poured out for you is the new covenant in my blood. But see, the one who betrays me is with me, and their hand is on the table. For the incarnate is going as it has been determined. But woe to that one by whom they is betrayed. Then they began to ask one another which one of them it could be who would do this. A dispute also arose among them as to which one of them was to be regarded as the greatest. But Jesus said to them, The rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and those in authority over them are called benefactors. But not so with you. Rather, the greatest among you must become like the youngest, and the leader like one who serves. For who is greater, the one who is at the table or the one who serves? Is it not the one at the table? but I am among you as one who serves. You are those who have stood by me in my trials, and I confer on you, just as my parent has conferred on me sovereignty, so that you may eat and drink at my table in my dominion, and you will sit on thrones judging the twelve tribes of Israel. The Gospel of Jesus Christ. Praise to you, Jesus Christ. Friends, I see some themes in our readings today. There's a theme of rescue, a theme of standing firm, and a theme of transformative thresholds, I think is what I'm going to call them. Starting with our psalm, which is a prayer for deliverance, and it starts out right away in verse 2. Rescue me speedily. Now we'll set the, the request for speedily aside for a moment but just speak to the request for rescue um, the psalmist is turning to God understanding that current circumstances are out of the psalmist's human control but knowing that God is good for rescuing for deliverance and the psalmist ends the psalm on our second theme. Be strong and let your heart take courage, all you who wait for God. So he holds these things in tension. God, rescue me like now, right now, speedily. And also stand firm, be strong, let your heart take courage. And I think this is important that This time spent waiting for God and the time of Advent is definitely a time of waiting is not lost. It is time that God uses for preparation and we have to stand firm through this. We have to resist the temptation to run away from the uncomfortable because we'll we'll miss the transformation or be partially transformed and have to do part of it later, but when we cooperate with God in the whole thing, we really receive the entirety of what God has for us in this season. And this is further reflected in the cautionary tale of Isaiah, or rather the cautionary tale of King Ahaz is told to us by Isaiah that Ahaz doesn't do this. He doesn't stand firm and wait for God's deliverance. Instead, he turns to the king of the Assyrians and ends up being completely destroyed. And the lesson here is that had Ahaz waited on God and accepted this time of transformation, accepted that God would give Jerusalem everything that they needed to withstand the siege things would have turned out very differently but instead he panics and he turns the Assyrians and then becomes beholden to them and there is great destruction in the land the land instead of being fertile becomes briars and thorns is the way it's described which is interesting because that kind of reminds me of our reading a few days ago about the sour grapes instead of harvesting good fruit it was it was not good fruit and in this case it it becomes a wasteland so this is a good example of what not to follow and we all know that in the end God redeems and restores, but wouldn't it be wonderful to cooperate with God on the way there <laughs> so that it it doesn't have to I guess maybe the way I think about it and it might be you know partly my my particular background but we know that in the end the overall war is won. Christ is victorious. But we have these battles along the way and we are victorious in the battle by relying on God by cooperating with God by trusting in God and God's timing by waiting on God and and that time of waiting being an active waiting a time of preparation for the transformation even transformation in waiting right in this threshold that's coming and we're definitely on a threshold here which kind of which brings me to our reading from from Luke where there is the transformative threshold of all transformative thresholds. Christ's death transformed into victory. And this Passover meal that's described is part of the great invitation into that victory with Christ something that's that's interesting here is that according to Luke Jesus does things a little um, differently in this Passover meal normally to have the the cup of wine afterward is customary but here Jesus includes a cup before the bread I'm sorry to have the cup after the bread Um, and here Jesus includes also a cup before the bread and i think this speaks to preparation for what's coming when we do the act before then it becomes in preparation for it. does that make sense and this is this is the great invitation into participation in this incredible transformative act of christ that we already know we don't want to miss out on right and in Thessalonians, we get a little bit of a picture of how, how we act that out, right? Because here's the, the request for rescue again, verse 2, and that we may be rescued from wicked and evil people for not all have faith. And just a little bit earlier then in verse 15, so then, siblings, stand firm and hold fast. And the the practical application here um, might be referring to what we read earlier about not being deceived by the false letters, etc. And I think we can kind of apply, not that I'm making it into a formula. Um, But apply this an example theory. It, apply this theory in any example that we choose. Standing fast against. Dis, dis, I don't. I don't know what's wrong with my my speaking today, friends. Forgive me. I guess my my brain is going faster than my mouth, and it's coming out garbled. But whether it is standing fast against siege, standing fast while waiting. Um, standing fast, I think it's important here, standing fast until things are revealed to us. You know how when we are new at something, it just takes a while for things to click. Um, you know, like I started a new job, it takes a while just of being in and exposed to reading and listening and experiencing before things just kind of fall into place and we start to understand And we have to be patient. We have to stand fast and actively wait, you know, um, gathering those bits of knowledge before we come to a true understanding. So I think that's important for us, too, because there's a lot going on that is is confusing. And there's a lot going on that's untrue, like the false letter in the Corinthians, um, that sometimes we just need to wait, actively wait while we are discerning and things become clear And our passage from second Thessalonians is summed up in the last verse we read may God direct your hearts to the love of God and the steadfastness of Christ as we have been saying to each other and hopefully it's starting to sink in Um, I know I'm still at a place where I have to keep re-reminding myself, keep soaking myself in it. Love is all. We must immerse ourselves in the love of God. We must fill ourselves with the love of God. We must spill out the love of God onto others. And the time of waiting should be a time of steeping in that love and standing steadfast against anything that wants to draw us out of that love, draw us away from Christ. Rescue is coming, my beloveds. Rescue is already here. Stand firm in active preparation for the transformation that's coming as we're on this threshold betwixt and between. We are in the process. God is working. God is doing amazing things in and through us. In steadfast faith, we wait for the revelation. And when we see, when God helps us to see the fruition, I promise that none of it will be lost. Every ounce of energy, every tear, every effort to stand fast and steep in love will be not just redeemed, but multiplied. It is a seed that we are planting in God's love and will bear good fruit. I know it's so hard, but be patient, my friends. God is working in you even through the grief, even through the pain, even just through the frustration. God's love transforms all, God's love redeems all, God's love. is all amen let us affirm our faith together we believe in god the nurturer and teacher from whom is named every family in heaven and on earth we believe in jesus christ begotten of divine love who lives in our hearts through faith and fills us with that love we believe in god the holy spirit she strengthens us with power from on high We believe in one God, source of all being, love incarnate, spirit of truth. Amen. Hear our cry, O God, and listen to our prayer. Let us pray. Our creator in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your dominion come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the sovereignty, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Save your people, God. We're using Suffrages Set B on page 98 of the Book of Common Prayer. Save your people, God, and bless your inheritance govern and uphold them now and always day by day we bless you we praise your name forever god keep us from all sin today have mercy on us god have mercy god show us your love and mercy for we put our trust in you and you god is our hope and we shall never hope in vain The Collect for this, the second week of Advent. Merciful God, who sent your messengers, the prophets, to preach repentance and prepare the way for our salvation, give us grace to heed their warnings and forsake our sins, that we may greet with joy the coming of Jesus Christ, our Redeemer, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. A Collect for Fridays. Almighty God, whose most dear incarnate went not up to joy but first suffered pain and entered not into glory before being crucified, mercifully grant that we, walking in the way of the cross, may find it none other than the way of life and peace. Through Jesus Christ, your begotten, our Savior. Amen. And as our prayer for mission, the prayer attributed to St. Francis. to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it, and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen. Now, we take those whom you have placed upon our hearts to pray for. We circle them in the light and we lift them up. We give them to you, O God. God rescue those in need. You know their true assailants, and we know that you are stronger. Out of your love, scoop them up, rescue them, deliver them, restore and redeem everything spent. May we stand firm in active preparation, waiting for your coming. Waiting for our awareness. Waiting for our transformation, even as we understand that we are in the process of being transformed. On this threshold, on the brink of something different and new, May we be propelled forward when we cross that threshold into the next room. May it be close companionship with you. May it be a new relationship with you, God. That brings us to a place of such glorious awareness that we fall into rhythm with the beats of our own souls and all of your creation and know you so deeply that we transcend that everything that we thought was so urgent and desperate is transcended and we fully and truly experience your love your will for us the unity of your creation, of our very being, O so God, of our oneness with you, in and through and by your beloved incarnate, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplication to you, And you have promised through your well-beloved incarnate that when two or three are gathered together in Christ's name, you will be in the midst of us. Fulfill now, O God, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth and in the age to come life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless God. Thanks be to God. God's blessing be with us. Christ's peace be with us the Spirit's outpouring be with us, now and always. Amen.